What's up, everyone? Welcome to the third episode of the Pokemon Go journal series that I have been doing. And my name is SBJ. I am the host and creator of It's Super Effective. This is not a normal episode of It's Super Effective. This is me covering Pokemon Go day by day. Uh, hopefully until at this point it stabilizes. It has still been up and down. Let's get into things here. If you're a new listener, welcome. I've been running a Pokemon podcast for almost six years now, and uh, this mini-series is focusing on Pokemon Go, which uh, we're going to dive right into right now. The I think everyone knows that Pokemon Go's servers are still down. They've been down uh, pretty much the entire day. As of this recording right now, most <laughs> the last couple times I've recorded, it's been at 1 a.m. They are up and working for Google accounts. It seems that Trainer Club logins are still down. They have been down, at least for me, since 1 a.m. the night after Pokemon Go was released. I did start a Google account. I talked about that on on yesterday's, yesterday's episode to make sure that I was still getting coverage for you guys. It's hard for me to play it a lot, even when it is working. Like, I could go out right now and probably play for two or three hours just because I have, like, this jolt of energy. I'm not tired. I could do that. But I want my Trainer Club account to work because I put money into it, and it's also the username that I want. So I, it, it's it's hard because I, I so far have enjoyed my time with the game, but I know that the progress I've been making is probably going to go away once Trainer Club works. I don't know if it is going to work. The Pokemon Go Twitter did tweet today, and they don't tweet that often. But they tweeted about nine hours ago of when I'm recording this saying, Thank you for your patience. We've been working to fix the server issues. We will continue rolling out Pokemon Go to new countries soon. Now, I do want to bring up an article that was published. Now, there there are a ton of articles about people getting fired from their jobs or people finding dead bodies or there's a bunch of Pokemon Go articles that have hit. It seems like if or the hottest the hottest Pokemon professors was an, uh, another popular article that was going around. I just think a lot of news outlets are trying to grasp for straws here to get any kind of hits or content coming their way because Pokemon Go is so popular right now. As expected, it was still number one, the still the number one most free downloaded app in the iTunes store. But the article I wanted to mention was from Business Insider titled Pokemon Go International Rollout will be paused as players overload the system. This was written by Matt Weinberger uh, about 10 hours ago. This actually has an interview with C the CEO of Niantic. I'll just read a little bit here. Niantic, the Google slash Alphabet spinoff that created Pokemon Go with the Nintendo and the Pokemon Company, are aware of the problem and at hard work at a fix, CEO John Hankey told Business Insider. And while it fixes server capacity, international rollout of the game to countries like the United Kingdoms and the Netherlands is on pause until we are comfortable, Hanky said. It is not uncommon for online games like Pokemon Go to have first-day launch jitters. Hanky said that even though they knew about how much interest there would be in the new smartphone Pokemon game, Niantic was still surprised by the phenomenon it has become. We thought the game would be popular, but it's obviously struck a nerve, Hanky said. And Hanky said that Niantic has already made great strides fixing the problem with a great run of server availability on Thursday evening. Meanwhile, Amazon CTO Werner 
Vogels couldn't resist a joke at Niantic's expense, offering the help of Amazon's web services cloud hosting service to keep the game available. The tweet was, quote, Dear folks at Niantic Labs, please let us know if there's anything we can do to help. Uh, I wanted that drowsy, end quote. Pokemon Go launched in the U.S. on Wednesday evening with an initial rollout in Australia and New Zealand. And as you guys have been listening to this series, Pokemon Go hit the United States on Thursday night. Uh, at that point, Trainer Club and uh, Gmail, both Google, both worked. But uh, a couple hours later, Trainer Club has been inactive since. Now, I do want to say that the Trainer Club has updated their error code on their website. So prior to the Pokemon Trainer Club, you could log in. There was a Pokemon Go button on the website. If you clicked it, nothing would happen. It would just say, we're busy right now. But there is a new error that that happened tonight. It says, with the exciting launch of Pokemon Go, there is an overwhelming demand for new Pokemon Trainer Club accounts. Our team is at hard work. Our team is our team is hard at work improving the sign-up process until the work is complete for a brief time. We will be limiting the new we will be limiting the number of new accounts that can be created simultaneously. If you're unable to create an account, if you are unable to create an account at this time, please try again in an hour. Uh, so I guess that's a good sign from the trainer club that they took the time to update with a new error message. I I don't know where where how much more I can say. I mean, I'm 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 extremely disappointed that that this stuff isn't working. Yeah, so it's kind of a given about the based on the popularity of Pokemon Go. But as for me, somebody who wanted to report on this day after day for you guys, it's not giving me enough content to really uh, elaborate my thoughts and to get you guys some other stuff. With that being said. Both of my accounts are, are still under level 5, so I, I haven't even been able to pick a team. Uh, I'm pretty confident that I want to go with Team uh, Blue, The I believe they're called Team Mystic. Since I wasn't able to get that much content, I've, I only played Pokemon Go for maybe less than an hour today, just testing it in different spots when I, would tra- when I traveled around, when I went to work, and uh, I, you know, I was even lucky if, if, if that worked at the time, but... Uh, there was a pretty good IGN article that I wanted to talk about, just give you guys some content, maybe some stuff you guys don't know, or or if you haven't been playing some stuff that you could use once you start playing. So I'm just going to go over this IGN article, you can find it of course on IGN.com. But uh, these are some things that Pokemon Go doesn't tell you, I learned a couple things from here, so I thought I'd share that share that information with you guys. Let's start with the first one, Pokestops refresh often, if you happen to live, work, or be around one of the Pokestops, you'll notice they will change from blue to purple once interacted with. If you hang around the area for a bit, you'll find that the it will go back to the blue color after five minutes or so. You know, time may vary on that, which will allow you to easily stock up on Pokeballs, and you will also get 50 XP uh, per interaction with that. Second tip here is transferring duplicate Pokemon for candy. This was actually something I did not know at the time. Uh, leveling a Pokemon doesn't work in the same games. We all know that by now. Instead, each Pokemon caught will come with a few of that Pokemon candy as well as Stardust. Not the wrestler Stardust, uh, just collectible thing in-game. Both these items will need to be gathered to train your Pokemon. The candy in particular is needed to evolve a Pokemon. An easy way to obtain more candy is to transfer any duplicate Pokemon you caught in the wild. 
So for example, if you caught like two Pidgeys, you could transfer one, which is the equivalent, uh, which is equal to letting it go. That's what the transfer means. And so once you let that Pidgey go, uh, you will be awarded with more Pidgey candy. It is a, so they just suggest, you know, try to catch all the Pokemon you, you encounter. I know that you might be sick of catching the 200th, 200th Pidgey, but if you're trying to get to that Pidgeot, you probably need those Pidgeys to get the candy from it. Third step is Pokemon and Pokestops in motion. Whether you are in a bus, a car, a train, whatever, you will find that you can still play Pokemon Go. Your avatar will faithfully try to run down the street to keep up. Uh, this can be both great and bad. Bad if you're the driver, great probably if you're the passenger, because you'll be able to pass through a bunch of Pokestops and Poke and just other Pokemon around. Important to note that the Pokestop doesn't take a second. You do have to kind of be around it for it to interact and for it to cash out your Pokeballs. However, uh, if you see a Pokemon, once you encounter that, you could you could leave the game, not leave the game, but have the game running for several minutes, and that Pokemon interaction isn't going to go anywhere. It will stay. It will stay engaged until you either leave that interaction or they flee. Or you, or you catch it. Uh, and I said this in the last episode. I want to say this again. Uh, please do not play Pokemon and drive at the same time. That goes along with, you know, don't text and drive at the same time. I'm not your parent, but uh, be courteous of, you know, other drivers on the road. Maybe you don't care to get in an accident, but I'm sure other people uh, care about not getting into an accident. Let's talk about the next one here. Trainer, trainer level influence rare Pokemon. Again, another thing I didn't know, your personal level will dictate the rarity of Pokemon that appear. You'll start encountering basic Pokemon like Zubats, Weedles, Pidgeys, Spears, but as you gain in level, there will be a better chance of finding Pokemon with both higher combat points, CPs, or just rarer Pokemon in general. Tougher or rare Pokemon are also harder to catch. We talked about yesterday the yellow rings, the red rings, the green rings. Difficult Pokemon will break out of their Pokeballs, possibly run away. You could use items to then make that easier to catch. Next tip here is egg hatching distant measuring. When you're trying to incubate a Pokemon egg, you'll have to travel a several distance of kilometers, uh, usually between two to five kilometers. While you might be tempted to simply drive the distance, there is more to dis there is more to it than distance traveled. Pokemon Go uses both your phone's pedometer as well as your GPS to calculate how far you have actually walked, and appears to limit the distance traveled if you clocked in at high speeds. From what I've actually read outside this article, if you are going more than 20 miles an hour, the egg stuff actually stops working because they, it assumes at that point you're driving, and I guess that kind of makes sense. That's not confirmed, though, but that's just what I've seen out there. Uh, distance traveled can be pretty accurate, uh, according to IGN, on a skateboard or on a bike, as long as you're not going too fast. Uh, the app must be on for this to work. This means if you're going for a walk, the app must be open, and you must be logged in for it to work. You can't have it asleep. If uh, you're lucky enough to have captured a gym and you're defending it, you will get free items for that. Once you hit level 5, you'll be able to... Uh, go to gyms, battle against other trainers, and if you visit a gym with your team's color or take one of the opposing colors, you can store your Pokemon there to become a gym defender. 
immediately thereafter if you check your shop tab which is the little shield icon that is your defender bonus for free pokey coins and free stardust check back uh according to ign they said check back every 20 hours or so to see if your pokemon has not been dethroned and to receive more items based on uh your rain your gym rain uh, we know that uh, battles are not turn-based in Pokemon Go. You have to will slight, you all have to use the swiping mechanism to swipe left or right for attacks. I think I think yesterday we talked about the little footprints of Pokemon, but at the in the bottom right-hand corner of the map, you see all of the nearby Pokemon. They should have one to three footprints near them. One is being the closest. Three is being farther away. If they have no footprints. That means they should show up on your map in a couple seconds. You can also track any nearby Pokemon by tapping on it and monitoring the list of nearby. If you move closer to your selected target, the box in the corner will start blinking when that Pokemon moves closer to the top of the list, and it will have less or more footprints depending. Simply seeing a patch of moving grass on the map doesn't always mean a Pokemon will immediately pop up if you are close enough, but some will often appear if you walk around that area long enough. And finally, the last tip I want to talk about is the battery saver mode. If you go into settings, you will see an option for battery saver. Now, if you turn that on by default, that's not going to do anything. Let me tell you exactly what it does. Uh, to make use of your battery saver, once turned on, turn your phone upside down. This will darken your screen and display a faint Pokemon Go logo. This means the game will be running and will still track your movement. You just won't see it. You will still get notifications. You will still get the rumble when you approach a Pokestop or a, poke, or a Pokemon appears. So you can pull out your phone and do your interaction. Think of sliding your phone into your back pocket or front pocket. You probably slide it in upside down because when you pull it out, you want it to be right side up in one fluent motion. So this will keep your screen on, uh, but it will just dim it out to be black. So you're going to save some battery power by having a darker screen, not having that brightness up all the way, not having different images being displayed or rendered at the same time, but the game will still be running. So this might be great if you're, if you're walking and talking with a friend and you don't want to consistently look at your phone, but you want to know when there's a Pokemon nearby so you can pull your phone out, catch that Pokemon, and slide it back into your pocket. Or if you're just, you know, hatching an egg or something. There you go, guys. That is some more Pokemon stuff. Hopefully, uh, the last couple minutes have you know taught you something a little new. Hopefully, by the time this podcast goes up, by the time you're listening to, to it, Pokemon Go is more stable. I really hope so. I really want to play a little bit more of it. I'm actually traveling. I'm actually traveling on Sunday to Atlanta, and I'll be there for a couple days. So I'm really, really hoping that. Pokemon Go is working by then because I would love to see and catch the Pokemon in that area um, and hopefully raise my trainer level so I can counter some rarer Pokemon by then and some exciting things coming from it super effective overall so we'll still again have our normal episodes these are just supplement episodes just a little series that we're doing because of Pokemon Go if you have any questions comments concerns please uh, don't hesitate to contact me on Twitter uh, my personal Twitter is at Dragging a Lake. The podcast Twitter is at Pokemon Podcast. I run both of those, and I'm more than happy to interact with you guys on there. If you haven't done so already, we are real close to 600 reviews in iTunes. I would love if you guys take a second, even if you don't use iTunes, to go ahead, log in, go ahead and leave us a review. 
Uh, we are, I think, 25-ish reviews away from 600 reviews. So if you haven't done so already, that would mean the world to me if you just took a second to review us in iTunes. Uh, that's kind of our bread and butter of of It's Super Effective and PKMN cast in general. So iTunes is kind of... It, it would be the equi- equivalent to like a YouTube person asking you to, uh, you know, like, subscribe, share, that kind of thing. Except YouTube isn't our our bread and butter iTunes is. But uh, hopefully you're enjoying this series. I hope to get some more out after I get back from Atlanta. If uh, Maybe if I have the resources, I can even pump one out while I'm there. Uh, otherwise, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast. And we are super effective. <laughs> <laughs>